guys. I don't like the sound of that beastie. All right. Well, we can hunker down or lock and load. David, stay here. Amali, protect the ladies. Oh, okay. I guess I'll stay behind. Oh, I, I was referring to Cece and David. Wait, excuse you. Let's hope the theoretical uh, pay is as good as we think it might be. Yeah, so worst case scenario, we run away. Best case scenario, we get paid. I mean, worst case scenario is we all die, let's be honest. Okay, we weren't going there, Mest. I volunteer Mest for bait. He does seem to naturally attract things. Maybe when it shows a face, you know, we pow pow. Razzle dazzle, as they say. Razzle dazzle. And it was razzle dazzle. Finnevere Avere. Before you stands a Goliath frog. <laughs> Smoot! The Goliath frog opens its mouth. Eh? And? Eh? Its mouth opens and closes around you. And welcome back to another episode of The Gate Chronicles. This is season one, episode 24. And thank you so much for joining us back at our table, everyone. Let's go around and introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Charles Smoot, the exhausted caretaker of all these monkeys. Uh, And I am Quentin, the voice behind Charles Smoot, who is also an exhausted caretaker of a bunch of math problems. So uh, I I fit right in. My brain hurty just as much as his, and Charles Smoot will be realistically exhausted today. Charles Smoot is a 57-year-old biology teacher born and raised in upstate New York, currently hoping he would be able to successfully save his compatriots. Hi, my name is Jaden. I play a bard named uh, Finnevere. He is a monetarily motivated merchant. Uh, and is currently passed out in, inside of a frog. Hi, I'm Andrew, and I play Alan Taylor, the frustration-fraught, friendly fellow from the faraway farmlands of Ohio. Uh, hi, I'm Zach. I play Alfred Kenneth Mest, a pharmaceutical engineer. We're not really, really sure where we're going, but hell if I'm not going to let my skills be put to good use. After you all accepted the hypothetical quest to find and vanquish the creature causing the villagers of Newern much anguish, the party ventured deeper into the marsh, following some ominously large tracks. They led to a deep pool of water where Mest happened upon a seemingly human bone in the mud. The eerie sight set the group on edge, but too late for those who crept too close to the water's edge as the monstrous creature leapt out of the water and swallowed Finnevere whole. With effort... They dispatched the amphibian, and now find themselves faced with its giant carcass and Finnevere still in its mouth. The buzzing of insects continues to drone on as the sun rises higher in the sky. A small sploosh in a nearby pond denotes the departure of its inhabitant, and surrounding you begins again a cacophony of croaking as nature settles back into its peaceful rhythm. You, however, are faced with the giant carcass of this frog, Blood pooling underneath of it, and Finnevere's body spilling out from within his mouth limply. So, what do you do? I move to retrieve Finnevere's limp body from the mouth of the frog. All right, so you walk on over. 
And I can't remember, did he ever stabilize? Why doesn't Alan Taylor roll a heal check? 14. You can tell that Finevere is still breathing. He appears to be unconscious and worse for wear. But you can see that part of his body is still deep within the throat of this frog, although he is covered in mucus and slime and mud. Taylor, what's the hold up? Pull him out? He's still half in the frog. I would need you to roll a strength check. 20. Yeah. With the sound of, like, almost like somebody being pulled out from deep in a mud pit, that, like, slurping sound of his body coming out. And you also notice that along with him, some other parts of other creatures start to spill out as well, as if the pressure from everything is finally being released. And it's just a big mass of digested goo at this point and bones as well. We ain't getting paid enough to do this. Oh, that is not pretty. Is he okay? What do you mean it's beautiful that he's still breathing? But, uh, he's gonna need some band-aids. Uh, I think he might need a little bit more than that, Taylor. Finevere, where are you at with your health pool right now? Negative five. Okay. For everyone else who hasn't had a chance to really go over to take a look, you can see that he is laying on the ground unconscious, um, and you do see this entire just bile that spills out from inside of this creature onto the ground. The other frog that was nearby messed and smoot that one also is on the ground blood pouring out from its wounds and essentially its tongue starting to swell over time as you wait master you don't happen to have any medicinal tonics or anything that might be able to get finavir back on his feet do you i mean i have some healing potions but i don't know how well they'll work there i mean anything's better than nothing otherwise we're gonna have to carry him back all the way um if we have to carry him that means the less we get to carry other things I will attempt to feed Finevere one of my health potions. Okay. Um, do me a favor. Can you roll a heal check for me? Uh, the heal check was 19. Okay. And you can um, go ahead and roll the healing dice. It is a D8 plus one per caster level. So a D8 plus three. Six. Okay. So you are brought above zero and you regain consciousness. Now... Alfred, having some knowledge regarding actually like performing the healthcare actions as he normally sits in a lab and creates drugs and whatnot, he realizes that he needs to make sure that he doesn't accidentally choke Finevere on this. So he turns him over on his side and then makes sure that anything that was in his body comes out and he lifts him up and pours in the potion very slowly, uh, this healing tonic. And Finevere, you gasp awake. Okay, I did not expect this to work so well. Welcome back to the land of the living. It's like magic. He didn't die. Uh, Pretty close. I can't see anything. I have yuck in my eyes. Yeah, I might want to get those frog guts out of there. Just try not to choke on anything. It looks like a giant booger. Not gonna lie. You probably should get cleaned up. You but might not wanna, here. Yeah. To woe. Once we get back to that village, you might want to take one of those baths that you're so fond of. Oh, yeah. Baths are on me, everyone. That's what I like to hear. All right. Finevere is able to get up. He is covered in this goopy slime. Finevere, you do feel a slight tingling sensation from the stomach acid on your lower half uh, that's gotten on some of your pant leg and, like, touching your skin. All right. Um, I, I go over to the edge of the water. Okay. Uh, is how clean is the water? Um, the water itself appears to be somewhat murky, but it's starting to settle a little bit. And you can actually roll a perception check as you go over there. Oh my gosh. 
23. Have I ever got above a 20 this whole campaign for perception? I don't think so. Yeah, not for perception. A lot of other things, but not perception. I'm so happy. Finnevere, you go over to the edge of the water where this thing had le leapt out at you before. You feel a little bit more secure knowing that it's dead on the ground nearby. And you see, actually, that its body kind of starts to deflate like an exhale. Um, the kind that you see after death. And you also notice going over to the water as some of the sediment settles. You notice from where you're standing a small, what appears to be algae-covered skeletal figure resting in some of the dirt that's kind of partially covered under the water and appears to be covered in moss and all sorts of things. Like, it's been there for a very long time. Uh, is it, like, a particular interest? Like, is it had, like, you know... It appears to be very small. Very, uh -huh. yeah... Possibly a human child. Yeah, that's... Normally, skeletons are less unsettling than corpses, but that one is not a happy thing to see. Mm. I will, uh, uh, with all my yuck all me, I'll, I'll go and I'll grab my water purification sponge. Okay. And I will dip it in the water, and I'll I'll try to, to get enough yuck off my face so I feel like I can move around. All right, using your sponge of purification for water and whatnot, you do manage to clean yourself off, cleaning off also the stomach acid that was on your bottom pant leg. Yeah. It helps. You also notice as your eyes kind of scan across the water somewhat warily of your surroundings, you see that scattered across the bottom of this pool of water are hundreds of other bones just covering the bottom. You also see there that there may be some small possessions of some kind under the water as well. Small bags that are covered in moss and algae. I want to regroup with the party real quick. Okay. Everyone else has been in the background. You've seen Finnevere going off to clean himself. I would be severing the frog's head. Why would you sever its head? We can just we can just drag the whole thing back. The whole large creature weighing hundreds of pounds? I can drag a thousand pounds. If you want to, yeah, you may. What level of encumbrance would that put you at? Heavy load. So you move at half speed? Like yeah, we did when we got here. We took a half speed walk here. I mean, I, so I it's get three it. Hours if you want to bring the whole frog, you feel free to bring the whole frog. I mean, it would be a pretty triumphant thing to do. One, proof. Two, respect. Three, we can sell it. I mean, these are all true facts. Um, we I bring back its head. And may then proof and respect. Yeah, but then we can't sell the body. May then I go and attempt to harvest some of the medium frogs, because there, were there one or two? There was only there was, one. There was one medium frog, and like... No, we can pick up all the tiny frogs and just like eat them in our pack. Just put them in a bag. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But then I would like to scavenge the medium frog. Okay, so what you're going to do is you are going to be rolling your uh, survival for me. Uh, that is a total 28 for survival. Okay, so uh, you go over to the frog and... Being somewhat unsure of what you should take, your thought does head towards something you remember from the past, something the French used to call, you know, je ne sais quoi, frog legs. So I, I sever off its legs? Yeah, you sever off of the off the legs of the creature. Indescribably quality frog legs. <laughs> Love it. Alan Taylor, are you attempting to drag this thing right now? I am going to tie its hind legs... I have 50 feet of rope, and I'm just going to try and take the later 20 feet of it and bind the 
the hind legs at the ankle together and then tie it off in a knot. Okay. And then use the rest of the rope to carry it. Okay. Um, this takes you about 20 minutes to do. Hmm. But as you start to pull, you do find yourself being able to pull slightly, but you find that you are not able to move very quickly in the difficult terrain that you are traveling in. Smoot. What? Can I get some help? It depends. Is it carrying that entire thing back to the town? Maybe. Uh, I'll help you when we make our way back, seeing as we shouldn't have that many issues. I won't be needed tracking anything. But what I will say is, while we will have the giant beast in of itself, I don't necessarily know how many witnesses there were of the creature. You remember what the villagers said. Not too many people saw him. Has anyone found any other evidence that might lead to this actually being the man-killer? I might have found something, but it might have more distressing implications. Mr. Mess, didn't you find something as well? I found a large bone, and I think it's over there on the ground. I could have sworn you had something else. Did I? Did you find anything near the wall? She's never wrong. Oh yeah, I've got... I do have a small vial of this slime, uh, from, from the wall back at the village. Uh, guess it wouldn't hurt to compare it to the slime on the creature. Yes, safe bet. Penavir, what did you end up finding? There are a lot more corpses down there than I would have assumed. Oh. This must have been either going on for a long time, or, well, no, it's the only thing I can think of that would be going on for a long time. I just hope that it's only this creature and not a regular set that moves in every season. Well, I suppose if we brought back a skeleton or a corpse or two, that would probably be pretty definitive evidence. Well, oh, there yeah, were some, that's going to go real well with the villagers. There are some belongings at the bottom of that brook there, but uh, you won't find me getting them. So, is there something I would roll for comparing the slime I already have to the one, that which is on the creature, or...? You could roll a knowledge nature on this slime again. Nineteen. Walking over to the frog that Alan has tied to his back for dragging, you pull out the vial, and you sort of pop open the cap. You take a sniff. You take a sniff of the frog. It smells very similar. Uh, you also touch for the texture and consistency. It feels similar as well. From what you can tell, all signs point to, more than likely, it was this amphibian. Well, based on the slime that was found back in town, this is most likely the same stuff. So it'd be a good guess to say that, yes, this is the creature that's been terrorizing the town, or at least one of them. Smoot would walk up to the lake that Finnevere says is littered with corpses, and he would take a closer look himself. Well, while he's doing that, can I uh, scavenge for bugs? Sure, you can walk around the area and do some scavenging. All right. Yeah, you could just let me know when. Okay. 17 on Smoot's perception. Smoot, as you're looking into the water, you have seen that the sediment has settled quite considerably, although the water is still very murky. Peering down, you do see that the bottom of this pool of water, it is littered with bones. How deep does the pool look? It looks like it's probably from where you're standing at the shallowest, maybe a foot. But towards the center, it's kind of hard to tell because of the way the light is refracting off the water. Am I still wearing my... Yeah, I would be still wearing my nice pants. Uh, my character would then begin stripping down to his underwear, taking off his shoes, socks, and pants, and then he would just start w w walking in to, to the lake. Uh, as you start doing that, Kelsey kind of shrieks a little bit. Oh, Mr. Mister Smooth, please give me a warning next time. And she turns around very quickly. Why? I wear briefs. We're fine. Old man pants. They're, they're, they're well loved. 
<laughs> Smoot, be appropriate in front of the lady. That, that's why I'm still wearing the underwear. <laughs> Wait, what have you gone down to his way <laughs> <If> It's just men. <laughs> it, you know what? Uh, just to be on the safe side, I'm going to give Finnevere another one of my health potions. I like that, yeah. So this this one's a lower level, though, because I made it back when I was still level two. Wow. Finnevere, you rate low. What do you that, mean? That he rates gets five. Five. Uh, well, if you drink it. He doesn't rate low. He rates alive. Finnevere, I'm assuming you uh, drank the potion. Oh, most definitely. And with, with a, a very earnest thank you so much. Yeah. Finnevere, uh, uh, you just see that Mest walks over and shakes the glass vial in your direction. Here, have another one. Uh, thank you. Can I roll stealth to grumble? Uh, I want to. I want to roll stealth to grumble. Sure. Nice. Let me see. Let me double check. Does anybody care to perception? Oh, yeah. It's a total of a 12. Sure. Oh, I see. Thanks to the man who was carrying in the back and not the man who actually killed the giant frog that was eating you. Oh. Hey, hey, it's okay. I didn't pass 11. Yeah. <laughs> that being said. All right. Does anyone else feel hurt or injured? Kelsey shakes her head from where she's standing, but she doesn't turn around or say anything. Does anybody else respond to that? I'm still tying up a frog. Did, did you get hurt, though? Ah, uh, they barely scratched me. I'll be no. fine. Okay. I I, I took right. one damage, and All it was right. non-lethal. Yeah, I think I took, like, four non-lethal damage and, like, a point of constitution damage. I deadless one is not minor. What no. do you mean? You sleep it off in a week, like I said. Finnevere, in order for you to scavenge the area collecting enough bugs for spells and potions and whatnot, you would have to spend an hour at the very least to take the time to hunt. All right. The bugs. Then I'll have to do that later. You guys can, if your party agrees to it, you guys can take some time to scavenge. Alan Taylor, the longer you're looking at this, the more you are realizing it is going to take at least double the time it took your characters to get here to transport it back due to the weight and possibility of terrain difficulty. I insist. It only took us, what, three hours to get I, here? Yep. And we left in the morning, which means we'll be back before afternoon. As long as you don't get lost. Hopefully. We have five peoples of tracks to follow. We and should be able to find our way back. We do have a map and a compass. Did we mark where we went on the map? Well, we did use the map and the compass to get here. So Could've we been. would at very least know the general direction that we left from. It's also very true. We headed west, correct? So or if north anything, west. we would miss Newern in the right direction. That's true. So if we go wrong for five hours or I guess seven hours, then, then, then we have a problem. All right. But if your party agrees to it, you can take the time to go and gather these things. You're going to roll your survival. Okay. So that's 11 plus zero for a total of 11. Nice. Okay. Looking around, picking up rocks, looking under some of the rotten debris around the area, you're able to find bugs very easily. It's just somewhat difficult catching them. But with your character spending the time, an hour passes and he is able to collect Nine insects. I would like to use two of them to heal myself. Okay. So you uh, crush two. Yeah, they're the material for your light wounds for those just tuning in. You do so. You crush them in your hands and the goop kind of evaporates into a weird light that travels towards your wounds and heals them. Now, Charles Smoot. Yeah. I uh, I hear that you're going for a swim. Uh, I'm, I'm going for a leisurely wade. Uh, I'm waiting. Uh, I wouldn't go too far past my knees unless I more, like, took in my surroundings more so. Okay. You step into the edge of the water and then right down onto this 
soft, mushy bottom, which seems to sink a little bit. It appears to be a little bit deeper than a foot. And you start wading in. And as you go, you realize that it starts to not so much gradually slope, but more of a sharp dip into a deeper part where you realize that it might be about six feet deep. Yeah, at this point, Smooth's been shirtless plenty of times, so he would take his shirt off and throw it back on land by the rest of his stuff, trying to not get it wet either. I thought his shirt was already off. I thought you stripped down to his skivvies. Not perfect. If I'm just in my tidy whiteies, then I'm good to go. Why do you think Kelsey was like the horror? I think that's the scariest thing she's seen. Old man Um, leatherback in tidy whiteies. So is all of the, like, loot-based stuff and more of the skeletons gravitating towards the center of the lake? Or can some of it be found near the shallows? A lot of it appears to be where most of the bones have conglomerated, which would be towards the deeper pit of water. Okay. Would there be any skeletons found near the shallow ends? Uh, There are scattered bones, but there appear to be more so complete skeletons as well as clothed ones in the center area of the water. But you... Could look around more and try and see if you find things. Can I see the bottom from where I am if I'm treading, or would I stir up too much sediment? You can see it, but it is six feet deep. I know your character's what, six foot six? Yeah. He can stand, but I mean, as you walk, sediment does get knocked up a bit. Trying, I was going to ask if I could try and grab things with my toes. I am not that dexterous. He's got a negative one in dexterity. He's not grabbing anything. That would probably be a sleight of foot. Sleight of foot? That also goes off dexterity. I ain't got those. Um, I would probably have better luck swim checking and then perceptioning via touch in order to find things. Sure. You can do this. Please roll your swim first. Uh, let's see. Swim of a 15. All right. And then a perception of 21. All right. Do you go under the water? I would go under the water. All right. You submerge yourself. not opening my eyes. Okay. You submerge yourself under the water and you take your hands feeling around. Uh, so this is more of a blind touch. You do feel around. You're finding lots of bones. At one point, you do feel yourself coming into contact with, with what feels like cloth, at least what remains of the cloth as it somewhat crumbles in your hand. But you think potentially that you might find something if you go a little bit deeper. Do I have to dive deeper? No, not dive deeper, but you have to, you'd have to search a little bit more through the clothing of these things. That's fine. Uh, I mean, I can hold my breath for plenty long enough. Okay. So I would continue looking an extended period of time until I felt like I needed to breathe because, I mean, I basically just have to stand up and I can breathe. Yeah. So, um, after a while passes, you swim around some more. Roll one more perception check for me, please. Could I theoretically take 20 on this? Um. Ample time for failure. Yeah. And I'm, I'm I mean, just looking yeah, for could. general loot and specifically a human skull. You could. You'd have to roll swim checks, though. You can't technically take Yeah, no, because there's, there's a chance of failure for swimming. There's not necessarily a chance of failure for feeling around on the ground. If you're given a length period of time. That's not okay. I, the wording I, I think, of that's wrong. Yeah, I but... think you got that backwards. <laughs> oh, five. Wait, no, seven. Sorry. You accidentally taken a deep gulp. <laughs> All right, let's try and get this. Roll fortitude save. Oh, fine. I'll do that. Let's get the swamp water out of my mouth. Fifteen. Okay. The water's putrid, but it's, you managed to get it out. You don't vomit nice. in the water. That's good. Okay. Compose myself. Absolutely. Uh... 20 from next swim check. Okay. So uh, going down to the water, it takes you some time. It takes you a good while to really come up with anything. But after about an hour, you're able to return to the surface. You'd return several times throughout the period, not just like over an hour. But throughout the period of time that you spent searching in the water, you're able to come up with several small bags of what seemed to be coins and then a somewhat 
heavier satchel, which when you open it, you do see that it has many different types of dirty looking algae covered stones. But I found a human skull because I was also specifically looking for one of those. There are plenty of human skulls. You were able to grab three at the very least if that's what you wanted. Nice. Um, so this sounds like a D&D green text just waiting to happen one day. Did I find any human skulls? Yeah. No, it's like, I need a human skull, but you can't ask why. Fine. But you can't ask why. Deal. <laughs> Provide seven pristine skulls. <laughs> that one is fine. <laughs> All right. Smoot would kind of look on somberly at one of the human skulls. <clears throat> well, someone cared for these people once. These were once someone's. We're just lucky that they're not ours. And hopefully... They're not our loved ones. I hope it's not one of those, one of the kids' parents in here. Well, I mean, if it was, at least there'd be some twisted sense of closure. No, no, I'm not, I'm not going to have to not follow up on logic with that. Oh, oh, I, I start patting myself down and I'm like, ah, wait, she, where is she, she still, I, oh. is Isabel still on me? Very important to me. She is not. <gasps> oh, no, look through the Taylor. <laughs> Something is missing. <laughs> Alan Taylor, you hear this, I'm man. I'm going to ask you what, and you better hope to God you give the right answer. Isabel! That was not the right answer. I think it must be stuck inside the frog. She'll be terribly cross if I don't retrieve her. <laughs> I'm now weighing the option of decapitating this frog and leaving the body. <laughs> you want the cursed doll, you can go get it. Uh, I am not... I am not going through any means whatsoever to retrieve that thing myself. Well, unless I have lots of time on my hands, I will wait until we get back to search for the doll. Okay. Well, the hour has passed. Unless anybody else was trying to do something during that hour, the hour has passed. And you all regather yourselves. And you see Alan has this creature tied up and ready to be dragged. And you attempt to do this. I'm going to need you to roll your survival check, Smoot, since you were the one leading last time. I feel like that's probably what you would do again. Nice. 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 Is that a two? Yeah. That is not nice. What do you I, mean? Total. I have three uses of Inspire Competence left. Doesn't that only give me a plus two? Yeah, but I also have a map and a compass. I feel like that would also give me a plus two. I mean, I know the maps is... Oh. One of those two is supposed to give you a plus one, at least. I know for a fact that I... Okay. I think I remember for... Me, the player, thinks he remembers that we went northwest, which means we should be going southeast. Smoot would probably more so definitely remember that. Okay. You rolled survival. Yeah. My total was an 11. Okay. In the circumstances that you're in, you're able to trek your way back slowly much slower than it probably would have liked. And actually, the longer you go, the more you're starting to feel this thing kind of sinking in certain areas, but you're still able to pull through. I need you to roll another survival check. Well, it can't get that much worse from here, boys. Sure it could. Yeah. <laughs> I said that much. Sure I'll it could. another Inspire Competence. Ah, we're fine. Don't even worry about it. We got a 25 on our dice rolls. Mm. Oh. Quinton, we could start heading in the complete opposite direction. Hey, that's where lambs respite is. Don't don't look a gift horse in the mouth. That's more <laughs> like a gift goose in the teeth. We're going on adventure, boys. All right. So, Charles Smoot continues to lead the way towards where he believes New Orn is, and you guys continue 
avoiding some very deep pitfalls. It has taken you even longer, though. You do have to go around some of these areas. You estimate it's already been about four hours. Roll again, please. Yeah. 16. Okay. You feel yourselves coming to the end of your tether with the amount of weight that you're having to trek with you. And you are all fatigued with this amount of travel. You believe you are still on the right trail. New Ern should be in sight, but you're not there quite yet. You know that it's the right direction, though. But you are currently fatigued. And now you need to be going on a forced march if uh, you wish to continue. I say let's take a half-hour break lunchtime. You had the three hours of travel initially, and then now it's been up an additional six on top of that. Eight hours is the amount of time you can travel. If you continue to travel, then it becomes a forced march. Sounds about right to me. For each hour beyond the eighth hour, a constitution check DC 10 plus two per extra hour is required. If you fail, you take 1d6 points of non-lethal damage. I'm fine to keep going, boys. What time of day does it appear to be? By the time you guys had finished up with the combat, it had already reached about the peak of the day. The stun... The stun, wow. You're stunned! The sun is starting to head towards the horizon once again. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that that sounds about right to me. How far out... Would we be? If we walked for another hour or two, would we make it back to town? Your character... I was just say, let's just take a coffee break. That doesn't matter. Because you are only allowed to walk for eight hours. It doesn't matter if it's continuous or not. There's no such thing as a short rest in Pathfinder. Oh, I'm just saying if we're fatigued, we can just... Fatigued is an eight-hour rest that breaks fatigued. Uh, you can put that off with stimulants, I hear. Yes, but that's only fixing fatigue that's not going to relieve you of the forced march penalty. And it's only going to last for It's completely separate. Oh. and So really, the only two options are make camp here out in the wilderness, which probably isn't ideal. So if we are only an hour or two away from town, I would definitely push for that. Yeah, no, there are baths there, and there's more fighting out here, maybe. Yeah. Messed. If you carry my backpack, I'll help uh, Taylor with the goods. Uh, how much is that backpack? Is it your backpack, the heavy one? Yeah, pretty heavy. Yeah, how 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 heavy is that backpack? Uh, last time I did the math, it was a little over 70 pounds. Good lord, Finnevere, we need to put you on a diet. I don't I... know about you guys, I'm feeling kind of tired. No, 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 Jayden. no, 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 no. Jaden, that, that by itself basically puts me at heavy load. Oh. And I have other stuff that I'm carrying. Uh, Finnevere... Begrudgingly, I could carry your bag if you're willing to help Taylor. All right, that's the spirit. Double duty. Good on you, Smoot. Why don't we just cut the thing's head off or just leave it here and come back later? I'd be up for cutting its head off, if anything. We've already dragged it for four hours. It would defeat the purpose. We only have an hour or two more to go, and you're not even carrying it. Literally, Taylor's carrying the brunt of the load here. You're just walking normally. We all had to work to get it out of some of those pits of mud. I know. Listen, we we should be back to the town within an hour or two, and then we can all take a nice relaxing bath, which Finnevere has opted to pay for. Yeah, as long as we don't get lost. We're not... Wow, insulting me. You think I'm going to get us lost? I don't know about you, Smoot. I'm just a little stressed. We are literally covered in mud. Alan's been dragging this gross... Giant frog thing for many hours now. Listen, let's just push through for another hour or two. Then we'll take a nice relaxing bath, okay? Uh, and it just occurred to me that a portion of our, and I'll, I'll, I'll throw it back at him, 
hypothetical payment was due to a non-disclosure. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, which means uh, we won't get paid as much if we start flaunting it about town and saying what it is. Okay, so don't. But if we hypothetically didn't get paid, it would be a huge morale boost to the survivors of the town. Absolutely. And then we could also hold this evidence against the mayor if he decided not to pay us too. Oh yeah, you're not going to pay us for, do- for not killing a monster that's been plaguing your town? How do you explain this giant frog thing? Whatever you do, don't talk like that once you get back in town. Listen, I don't plan on talking anyway when I get to town. I plan on taking a nice long nap once I get to town. We shouldn't make threats we can't back up at this point. I'm too tired. I am all down for revealing the evidence of the frog and blackmailing the crap out of that man. That's only if we don't get paid. If he refuses to pay us. Yeah, that's fine. I thought the hypothetical was only telling other people outside the town. I'm pretty sure everyone knows in the town that a monster's been attacking and killing their neighbors. Yeah, there's kind of that. Yeah, your parents just don't go missing in the mail. I don't know. (laughs) There was a small child who had both of his parents eaten, and now he doesn't have anyone to fix him cake, and that was his biggest concern. As the words leave Finnevere's lips, he realizes, wait, no, that happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) Smooth. He just shuts up. flashes back. Yeah, it kind of happened to all of us. We all went missing out of nowhere. (laughs) (sighs) All I know is I want to get out of this marsh. I hate Newern. Amali was right. This is a terrible place. I mean, if you really want to go ahead, you can go ahead with mess on back to town ahead of us. You can quite literally go on ahead. And we get the mayor and have him come out of nope, town to nope. see the frog. And there we Vinavir, go. you can go on ahead with him. Me and Taylor can lag behind. It's or fine. we get eaten by something much bigger than us. Well, fine, then let's continue on what we're doing and just walk for an extra hour to stop complaining. Goodness gracious. Uh, all of you can make a perception check really quick. 19 for Smooth. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Nine for Finnevere. 11. Ooh. <laughs> you guys kind of hear a low growl uh, that seems to be coming somewhat from your right and a little bit of a hissing sound as well. What the hell was that? Just keep walking. Ladies and other ladies in the center. Me and Alan on the sides. No one's getting jumped on my watch. And Smoot motions towards the other three people that... So, the three people he didn't name by name being Mest, Finnevere, and Kelsey to all group in the center while him and Alan would be on the sides. Just just ignore it for now. Oh, he'll go away. Things don't like numbers. We'll be fine. What if, what if Patrick really did get lost, and now he's in here, and he's grown already? How fast do they grow? Uh, I, it, it's only been like a day. I, 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 if he was going to grow that fast, I think he would have grown already. Well, we you didn't know, feed we him didn't, that much. We traveled with him for a week. We didn't feed him enough. Yep. You guys are paranoid. Stick in the middle and just keep the gossip to yourselves and keep walking in that direction. Smooth points back towards where he believes Newern to be. Okay. All right. So... I need you all to roll your constitution saves as you continue your march. And also, Smoot, I need you to roll your survival. So many rolls. 19. This isn't going to be good. It's not going to be good? No. No? I already know. Do you have a well, negative constitution? I have a one in fortitude. It's it's not. It's constitution. It's not fortitude. Hey! An 11. Is your con mod a one? Oh, no. Then that's just a 10. No, because this, uh, I don't believe M. You said Constitution it's save. It's my base save. It's a Constitution yeah. check. It's a Constitution check, not a Fortitude save. 
the so constitution. So it would be d20 plus your base Plus stat. your constitution. Oh, well, I still, then I got a 10. I have an 11. I had a 20 total. You guys continue your march in the marsh. Ha marchy marshes. You continue your march. You feel ever so sluggish continuing onward. It feels like this time is not going to end. I need you to roll another survival for me. 20 total. Okay. Everyone needs to roll one more constitution save. Or one, yeah, constitution check. 15. Wow, Finn rolling hot today. 13. Seven. Haha. You thought you would win, Zach. Okay. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Don't All right. you, Wait, do you not have con either? No, I do. You do? Yeah. yeah. I rolled a one. Charles Smoot. Huh. And Alfred Mest, you both take five points of non-lethal damage. Oh, okay, that's fine. Oh. I was getting ready for five d6s, and I was like, oh, that, that <laughs> is that is a quarter of my HP. No, I'm fine. Um, I for, does fatigued progress to exhausted if you get hit by another fatigue? I can't remember. No, they normally don't stack. A fatigue character becomes exhausted by doing something else that would normally cause fatigue. <laughs> so you both are exhausted. Does force march cause fatigue? Yes. If you fail your con. So um, with exhaustion, you guys are at your minus four penalty for strength and whatnot. That's fine. So you see the walls of the village finally. Wait, is that a score modifier? Oh, yeah. That's the score? Score Score modifier. Not Ah, the modifier. It's the ability score. Minus minus four to score, not mod. Yes, that's a very big issue for me. Why? Minus four to score is better than a minus four to mod. I'm at negative three now. Yeah. In what? Strength. <laughs> he can't carry like any of his stuff. Right I now. can't carry any of my things Messed, and continue yeah. moving. Okay, so that means I would have to stop helping Taylor and grab messed stuff. Uh, or or CC or not uh, CC. Kelsey could carry his stuff because it's a light load. Me, me, okay, <gasps> yeah, but Finn knows that she's not in a good mood and isn't going to ask her to do jack. Uh, you all can make a perception check. I've just like fallen face first into <laughs> the mud behind us. You're- Thirteen. Oh, no, mess down. 16. 22. All right. You all hear the splash of mess in the mud. You also, as you turn to see him face planted in mud, you see Kelsey, who's just staying there. She looks completely exhausted. She has dark circles under her eyes, and she's kind of dragging her bag along as she goes. I'm done. I'm completely done. The walls are right there. We're just going to drop all of our stuff off of the caravan. Maybe take a bath. And then we'll talk about the frog tomorrow morning. Yeah? That's still more walking. I don't know if I can do it. It's, it's right there. We, we can literally see it now, Kelsey. Come on. It's right there. Mast. Mast. Stop being lazy and get off the ground. His bag is holding him down. <laughs> I, I pick up his bag and carry his stuff. <laughs> can you carry his stuff? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure his stuff is lighter than my stuff. I'm not carrying any of my stuff anymore, except for my Bandalore. How many pounds do you have on you? Total of my stuff probably puts me at... Somewhere around 50-ish, and that's including the armor that I'm wearing. Oh, I'm sorry. You take a minus six penalty to strength and dexterity. Oh, so I'm at negative four. <laughs> He's on the ground. I am, like, not moving. I, I'm pretty sure negative four is the equivalent of not being able to carry myself. Yeah, I'm literally dragging Finnevere's bag on the ground. Yeah, no, I need to check because now Kelsey's also not doing too hot. Uh, Zach, what is ex- what is your exact score? 
negative. Okay. Exact score is two. Okay, so this changes things a little bit. Uh, Actually, Kelsey's... Uh, You you need help to stand, and and you can be knocked over by a breeze. Which is what happened! (laughs) Kelsey is also just essentially, like, barely moving her legs. Uh, She is at heavy load now due to this. Uh, She is, like... Me and Alan have been at heavy load. It's fine. I can't do this. You're moving even slower than you should be then. Oh, absolutely. Well, no, I'm, I'm dragging. I told you, I am dragging Finnevere's bag literally through the mud. Yeah, well, listen. Finn also didn't bring his full kit, did he? He said his bag was still 70 pounds. What, your full bag? That's a guess. It's not actually it, 70 pounds, like, but it's close. In caravan. Now, listen. We didn't think about it. If you're that. already, if any of you are already at heavy, and in addition, you're dragging this thing, and on top of that, you had to roll survivals. You're moving even slower. I applaud you guys. I don't think we made we, it back we, to town at this rate. No, we, we've got one more hour. I you can see the walls. You can see the walls, like, the from walls. the horizon. We, we see a bit of smoke in the distance, and we're thinking that's the village. All right. We can see the walls, so we won't get lost. We have not stopped moving for too, way too long. I say we take... A quick. Uh, is the sun setting yet? Let's take a break, eat some food, and like I'll make so I'll make some tea. So while if we're resting, I well, make a fire. Okay. Uh, um, you're gonna need to roll survival for that. Uh, not if I have all the compa- components and casts ignite, right? If you have the components and it's dry. And I do not. For some reason, I thought I was carrying around logs with me this whole campaign, but I was not. Uh. The most I have is some uh, logs. No, but you have kindling. Got bundles of grass. Grass that was said that even if a spark touched them, they would be set aflame. Uh, I guess so. Uh, can we use that? Sure. Okay. I haven't. So we bundle it up and. Okay. It ignites and it burns very quickly. Rip. It, it's. So wouldn't it's, you put wood around that? He brush? didn't gather wood. Nope. He said he gathered it and ignited it. So yeah, Smooth's so, been napping for an hour, and yeah, then he just smells and made smoke. Bad decisions. Uh, oh, what, what, what's what's burning? Uh, nothing anymore. Just bad decisions. Can you burn your bad decisions and make good decisions, please? I'm tired. I'm too tired for bad decisions right now. Kelsey's just sitting on her bag and looks like a raccoon with her eyes as dark as they are. I'm done. We're all done. So, uh, Finnevere burns some of Mest's grass. How many bundles did you get, by the way, Mest? And- I, I had three bundles okay. of grass. One bundle so. is gone. Oh, I would have just given him all three bundles if you <laughs> oh. wanted to. All three bundles. All I three burned. bundles are gone okay. then. He ignited it. it. It lasted slightly longer than there she expected. Yeah. He's just like, why isn't this working? <laughs> ignite. 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 Dang it. Grumble, grumble. Makes warm tea with magic. <laughs> makes uh, warm tea with magic. This is going to give me a killer migraine. This is too many spells in a 24-hour period for any human being. Yeah, so... Uh, enjoy your brief rest. We're going to have to get back up and moving before the night comes upon us, at least in its fullness. Well, by the time that your rest ends, you hear the sound of something moving in the grass nearby. Wait, by the time of the end of the full... Did I hear full rest? No, or? no, no, no. no, no, no. It's one hour, so anyone who okay. was is no longer exhausted, but we are all still fatigued, and it sounds as if we're being pounced upon. You guys just hear something in the grass nearby. Something I, moves. I, I would perception check 16. Okay. You shoot up from where you are, and you start to look around. You don't really see anything due to the height of the grass, but it doesn't sound like it's anything large. Just sounds like small movement in the grass. 
must stop playing with the marsh creatures. We need to get walking again. If you don't poke it with a stick, it's not liable to bite you. I mean, those frogs we didn't exactly poke with a stick. And they bit you and Taylor, I'm nah, not sure. Nah, they, they just gave us a good licking. And they ate Finnevere. That's not biting, they ate him whole. No, I'm pretty sure he was at least bit. I lift up my shirt and mail and go, Yep, I definitely have the bruises to, to, to prove it. Oh, you, you disturbed its natural habitat by messing around in the water. Uh, that's excusable. None of us were in the water. Where'd you get the bone then? Out of the mud. You touched its bone. Yeah, it was you. It didn't. It had a bone to pick with you. Anyways, I don't. Well, normally, especially because we have numbers, only things bigger than us would try and pick a fight, or things with more numbers than us. So, if it's just something small out there, it probably won't mess with us. It could be a herd of dire bunnies. That sounds Dear. adorable and fluffy. Do not joke about that right now. Dear God, tire bunnies. Are those an actual thing? Please do not tell me. No, you know what? You know what? Don't answer that. Benavir thinks back to a time when he actually encountered very large rabbits once upon a time. I don't want to know. Then I will not tell you. That eat human flesh. <laughs> All right. So, everyone, let's just, let's, we rested for an hour. Let's pack up and get moving. All right, so you are all now back to your fatigue status, uh, which is the only Ooh. minus two to your score. I don't have to drag Finnevere. And dexterity. I don't have to drag Finnevere's back anymore. Well, it's now mess stuff. Swap. But anyway, you continue <clears throat> your journey, seeing the walls of the village nearby at a good distance. It's a bit of a trek. Until finally, about 40 minutes later, just under an hour, you may get to the wall of the village with a last heave and a slumping of, like, the body of this thing. You just hear, like, a in the mud. We did it. The caravan's on the other side of this wall. Let's just go through the center of the village. <laughs> I mean, we're fine to do that. Taylor, do you want to drag it around or go through? I don't imagine it's a good idea to drag the frog from town. Okay, so you drag it around and we'll all walk through. Doesn't that break our non-disclosure if people see it? Why would they see it if, if you're, you're dragging, you're dragging it, around? it around? Exactly. Uh, okay, we're going to be on the Maybe. inside. And Bye, you, Taylor. I'm going to be on you the guys, outside. You guys go to the bath, we'll catch up. Maybe y'all are more tired than I am. Maybe? Taylor, that in and of itself would be a miraculous stupidity. He really is just a pack mule, isn't he? Absolutely. Taylor, be a good boy and take it to the caravan. In Taylor's words, he is built different. Wouldn't the caravan people see it, though? So what does that matter? That breaks our disclosure agreement. How? So, as far as I'm aware, we were never at an actual agreement, so nothing also, is, is binding. How? Why don't you just cut off well, his how head? Do, how do they know what it is? Or maybe... We just went hunting. If anyone asks, we went hunting. Why so, don't we just use Alan's blanket and cover it? Absolutely, I'm my, on board. One, my blanket will not cover it. Two, I carried the thing. I am not losing my blanket for it. What does it even matter? Again, they don't know what it is. We just tell them we went hunting. I take my two bedrolls and I cover it. You, why wait, did wait. you bring bedrolls? I always take bedrolls. You mean to tell me I was carrying bedrolls for you the entire time? 
I would have yeeted those so long ago. Just chucked them straight out into the mud. It's a good thing I didn't tell you about the 20 pounds of salt. Why are there 20 pounds of salt in here? So he just opens the bags. What is, what is this five pounds of flour? Why is there chocolate? I'd like to vote to to uh, eliminate Finnevere off the island. Absolutely. Why did you bring this to go monster hunting? Why don't we just feed him back to the frog? Were you hoping to give it an upset <laughs> stomach? No wonder it ate you. It thought you were a culinary dish. That explains so much. Kelsey, like, had her hand raised and then brought it down, and she's doing the whole hand she's to realizing brain. you literally came self-seasoned. <laughs> I can't wait to tell Amali what just happened. Good lord, oh, I would have... Oh. We don't need to do that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what was this, uh, the Great American Bake Off, but within the swamp? <laughs> no, he wasn't American. He's uh, not American. Oh. It's not, Maybe uh, he's British. I, I charge forward into town. I make a beeline or the fastest thing I can towards the caravan. Well, the, the best part about this is I just imagine everybody's like, it. it's like he becomes like the flat character that is just not even like fully drawn. It's just like the loose figure of the character in the distance as he runs into the town. He's just, he's more embarrassed about the fact that he lugged all of that stuff than he, <laughs> that he is tired right now. His art asset does not get any smaller. It just does a running animation mm-hmm. in place. For 20 minutes. Oh, goodness. <laughs> right. So, yes, Finnevere runs into town. I'll meet you all at the bathhouse. Bye. I'm gonna ca- I, I will carry the frog or drag the frog to the caravan. Thank you. Meet us at the bathhouse. Well, actually, I don't know who in town would buy this thing, but maybe that hunter guy would buy it. Frog? If I can't get paid. Well, but there was a hunter guy? Yeah, the guy that travels with the caravan mast. Oh, oh, the guy with the caravan. Okay. Yeah, no, let's just take this back to the caravan. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. We're, we we can't have... sell it before we display it to the mayor or else we don't have proof. Yep. I'm going to guess it's well past that prissy mayor's bedtime. All right, well, hopefully we can stop him before he had a warm glass of milk and had his assistant read him a bedtime story. Hopefully showing up like this will be enough of an incentive for him to come meet us out of the caravan. Especially if we did solve his non-existent theoretical hypothetical monster problem. No, it is hypothetical. It's hypothetical. Okay, well, you can all roll a perception check, and Finnevere, you as well. Oh, I get to come back? No, you're... No, you're leaving. You're You're in the town. You're rolling a perception check in town. Um, 18, 19, 20. Did you get a 21? No, I got a 20. Dang it, you ruined it. Well, everybody who is outside of the village, uh, as you guys start to move a little bit closer towards the wall, you see that there are several villagers there, some of them who appear to have uh, hammers and other tools that were being used to repair the wall. You see a woman off to the side. She suddenly looks up and she sees you, and she appears to notice the creature that was being dragged. (laughs) She drops the hammer that's in her hand and almost and opens her mouth as if in a gasp. But all of a sudden, you notice that she turns very quickly and seems to be shouting something and runs back in towards the village. Okay, that can either be really good. Hopefully, it's really good. Hopefully, it's not really bad. Hopefully, she goes and gets the mayor and home meet us. I hope. really hope we didn't just kill their frog god. That'd be an interesting plot twist, Taylor. But um, hopefully, society hasn't evolved that far. Even though I do remember something about lizard worship previously. Yeah, it's about to mention that. <laughs> Wait, who worships lizards? You don't remember the whole lizard cult town that we went to? Yeah, CC. Oh no. <laughs> 
That's why they worship them. They're so cute. <laughs> it may, it all makes sense now. Makes perfect sense. So, Finnevere, while you're in the town heading back, well, towards the bathhouse, you hear behind you a commotion of sorts that seems to arise with the shouting of, They've returned! They've returned! In the background. And you also hear ahead of you towards the bathhouse, there seems to be a marketplace quite lively and active right now. <laughs> what a conundrum for you. <laughs> Literal exhausted state. Or market. Fame. Fortune. A gosh dang moment of peace. What do I want most? All of these are everything I ever wanted, but separately. Or go and buy some more stuff to put in your bag and carry around. <laughs> you could buy more salt. I think right now, discount. what I want more than anything in the world is like to go to the caravan, put my bag down, and breathe for five minutes. Mm. Just mm -hmm. only breathe? Yes. Well, yes. Also, Literally. away from all those people I love so much that have helped me so much. <laughs> So, Finnevir, you continue to head towards the bathhouse, or do you head towards the exit, towards a, to the exit of the village, to the caravan? I want to put away my backpack because I can't stand to look at it anymore. You have your backpack back? No, I'm. Oh, dead. you ran you are off. Backpack free. You You're ran a kid. off You free. You literally don't have any weight on your shoulders. Wait, this is the fastest. Your character all of a sudden realizes this is the fastest and lightest you've ever felt, like the fastest you've ever moved. Like, and oh. then you realize. Where's my stuff? You have no money. Oh, either. wait, no, shoot, no. You have no money? No, 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 no. Would he keep his money in his no, bag? No. Would you keep your money in it's your like backpack? It's like everything I ever wanted, and then, like, everything goes grayscale. I don't have my backpack. That's my life. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I trudge back towards the group. Do you, do you genuinely trudge. not carry a coin purse? Uh, I do. I have my coin purse and my bandolier, but also... He likes having his things. Then why do you need your backpack? You literally For have trading. Money. In the words of the Mandalorian, <clears throat> this is my goods are part of my religion. Okay. You hear a voice call to you as you start to turn back. Mr. Finnevere? You guys are back already? Oh my gosh. Cece. Wow, where's your backpack? Uh, yeah, just realized that as well. You I know, left it with our intelligible party you members. You know what? It's really great that you don't have it on. You don't look like a turtle anymore. I look like a turtle? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, this a wise turtle? Uh... <laughs> An awkward turtle, if anything. I'll take it. It's so so good to see you. Yeah. Well, anyway, I've got to get back to what I was doing. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Bye. She runs off. I don't trust the way she's. <laughs> I want to sense roll to sense motive for mischief. Do you have the energy to sense motive for mischief? <laughs> uh, I would like, even though it's not a pathfinder thing, can I roll it with disadvantage? <laughs> You can roll, and I'll put a penalty. Roll to care. Oh, no. I care. Do you care? Stop caring, Finnevere. Oh, I care a lot. That's 19. The sensation of something overwhelms you. You can tell that Cece has something on her mind. But you aren't quite sure what it is, mm. nor if it is exactly trouble. But knowing her, it very well could be. She I smile, but also try to go back and get my stuff. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Uh, I also want to do this, but as I get closer, slowly approach to try to, like, determine whether or not I need to distance myself <laughs> from them. Okay. Uh, so the rest of you who are outside of the village. I can feel a palpable 
inner rage burning, Alan Taylor's exhaustion may be replaced with a level in Barbarian quite shortly. (laughs) (laughs) There are, if it involves Patrick, two possibilities. Both nigh equally bad. Either A, she bought Patrick. Yes. Or B, she stole Patrick. Yes. Yes. Both of these are very (laughs) bad. (laughs) Or C, she convinced Poplite to give her the lizard back. Ah, Her diplomacy is not that good. So, as you guys start making your way a little bit closer towards the village, you do see that other villagers start to approach towards the wall, some of which start to come outside of it and run towards you. Uh, no. So, did we figure out if we wanted to try to drag it through town or around town? No, he's he's dragging it around town. I'm dragging it around town? I thought you were dragging it around town. Oh, I thought the plan was to, to get the mayor to we're come out We're dragging here. it through town, boy! Oh, so, <laughs> I guess we're dragging it through town. Okay, T- so Taylor wasn't thinking. <laughs> brain, bra- brain hurdy, shut off. Follow man. It, it was the argument about Finnevere's backpack that <laughs> distracted you. Wonderfully enough. Uh, so some of these villagers actually come up to you, asking you lots of questions like, is, is that the creature? Is, is that actually it? Is that the one that ate my dad? Ate my mom. Are you, are you the small child with no cake? I don't have any cakes. My grandma <laughs> took them all from me. <laughs> oh, good. He does a brand of figure. <laughs> Unless there's another frog. That's right in all the wrong ways. Oh, my granddad was eaten by a by a big snake. Snake? A snake. Snake. Snack. I just get arc flashbacks of when Zach <laughs> ran a Titanoboa all the way through base. <laughs> No, that was the, the alligator. It was, it was a giant alligator. Sarcosaurus? Oh, no. Yeah, he ran. A, he, when we were just starting, it was like a level 58 Sarcosaur that he just ran rampaging through our base. Ark is derailing was, our campaign again. No. I, tried, I tried to get away from it, wow. and I thought I got far enough away. <gasps> Andrew, you were wrong. So, other villagers start coming out, and they actually approach the thing, and they kick it. And they basically, they curse at it and spit on it. And it doesn't take very long. Finnevere, as you are slowly making your way over, you do see the crowd of people who are starting to fill out the wall, literally piling over it and almost like a rampage of excitement. But then you hear behind you the sound, the sound of the mayor's traveling band, his marching band, and you hear him behind you. Step aside, Rattle, step aside. (laughs) And he starts to walk his way over with his posse. Two extreme thoughts are going through my head. Strongly, I really want to be here so I can smooth things over. And also, I really don't want to be part of this conversation because it's probably going to go real bad. (laughs) Don't worry, Finnevere. I'm going to be there to smooth things over. Oh, no. 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 Bad puns. You are (laughs) Ixnay. I vote we we kick Quentin off the island. (laughs) I'd like to watch. Okay. Benamir, you find a nice cozy spot against a wall uh, of one of the buildings nearby that gives you just the perfect angle. You prepare yourself for this. Out of the way, rabble. 
can't decide. And he starts to push people out of the way. And um, you actually do see some guards start running ahead of him and pushing people out of the way. Finvir pulls out some invisible popcorn and starts eating it. Oh, I have some trail rations. Oh, I'll like be breaking some hard tech. Okay. Uh, yes. Just eating his trail mix. Ah, I see you have returned alive. Congratulations. Mayor Hamblegimber. Oh, you got my name right. Thank you. If you theoretically had a problem, would it tangibly look like this? And I just step aside and motion to the giant frog. Hypothetically, it would look like this. <laughs> could, could you run that word by me again? Hypothetically, this could be a creature. It definitely could live nearby and cause problems, I suppose. Do I need to slap you with one of its legs to confirm its existence? Guards, seize that man. That man helped us take care of this creature, which we did find outside the village. Your constant insolence and insult to my authority over this village is quite repulsive. Learn to control your tongues. Well, oh, actually, it worked for some reason. You're very silent. That's impressive. Seething rage. (laughs) I suppose hunters like yourselves would have the capabilities to fell such a creature. I have its body. That is my proof. All right. You have your proof that you killed it. Now, how do we know that is the one that killed these villagers' family members? I throw a human skull before his feet. Whose skull is that? Dunno, it was in its mouth. I throw a second skull at his feet. <laughs> Would you like me to go on? Uh, he starts to, you see like a little bit of sweat form on his uh, big brow. How do I know that is one of these villagers' family members? Do you have proof? Mast, show him the thing. What? Vile. I mean, sure. This vial contains slime from your wall. Comparing this to the slime that was on the frog, it seems almost identical. Oh, also, and Smooch just holds up a third human skull. <laughs> starts waving it around. <laughs> Rolls in. Inti- Can I roll intimidate with my human That's skull? That's my in dad. <laughs> <laughs> small, small child who is only concerned with cake. Thank you. I like how oh my got you while you weren't ready. Seventeen on my intimidate check, holding up another human skull in my hand, and that skull has now been confirmed to be his dad. I feel like you lose some intimidate though, because that definitely had to break you. Oh yeah, bit. absolutely. <laughs> no, I got sad. I got. I my character would be genuinely concerned. Uh, <laughs> and we'd be glad that he didn't throw that one on the ground. However, here at TGC, us players find it hilarious. Oh, absolutely. So, this small child has had one concern, and that it's cake. <laughs> that is all we know about this child. I we- know it's my dad, because look, he's got teeth missing there. Kid raises a good point. Can't refute that. Everybody in this village has teeth missing. <laughs> oh, you just, I didn't know Mayor Hamblegimber had teeth missing. That's kind of... I have... My ways. And he smiles and you see flashes like gold teeth. Very pristine. We but... don't have health care. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and you can actually see that some of the villagers are starting to get a little bit irritated with the mayor. Uh, That's good. And they start to protest a little bit. I don't know, Mr. Amblegimber. It seems as if your quaint village, almost a town, your people here seem to agree with us that 
If you theoretically had a problem, it would have been with a creature such as this. He seems to think for a moment. More sweat forms on his brow. Very well. Come to see me at the mayor's hall and we shall discuss your payment. All right. Much appreciated. Do I bring this? No. No. We're going to get rid of that, Taylor. He just had to... Imagine if we tried coming back without that. Wait a second. Are you saying that we didn't need to bring the whole thing? Mr. Smoot, if we're just going to get rid of it? I'm saying, imagine if we didn't bring that and we didn't have a giant 300-pound frog as evidence. Well, apparently all we needed was his father's skull. Well, how did I know that that was little Timmy's father's skull? Wait a second. Hold on. (laughs) You should cherish this and take this back to your grandmother and put up a shrine. (laughs) And I hand the small child a human skull. (laughs) Run along. I'll get you cake later. Wait a second. Isn't this me, brother? Oh, it's okay. It's fine. We're good. He has a brother. Had. Had a brother mess. <laughs> All right, then. Jonathan, let's go. And he runs off with a scoff. We here at TGC do not condone traumatizing small children. We do, this, however, find it hilarious. No, no, no. I don't believe this ch- small child has been traumatized at all by being handed this skull. I believe he's found a new play toy. Absolutely. <laughs> he's a necromancer in waiting. So... <laughs> All right, Mayor, we'll see you first thing tomorrow. As you can imagine, we have had a rather long and exhausting day. So, he scoffs at you and turns very quickly, throwing back his wrist, which then also tosses back some of his cloak that he's wearing, and he marches onward, and his band begins to, you know, do the play him out thing. And they play him out as he walks away. And he starts to walk past Finnevere, and he stops for a moment, looks you up and down, you do well to not associate with such ruffians, a man who could be of such high class. And he continues to walk. Uh, I will give him a the charismatic nod. All right. You give him a charismatic nod as he walks away. The band members are like looking at you as they walk by and they're like smiling, like nodding, like, yeah, we got this. So you all do what? You go back to the caravan? I want to lean over and ask one of the villagers, the, the one closest to me, something. Okay. There are several people who are still kicking and spitting at the frog. There is a larger woman who is really taking her time with this thing. Take that, you blasted creature! Can I ask you a question? What do you want? Hold on, I'm busy. Is there someone close to me that is not quite so... Uh... They are very... Like, they're kicking at this thing. They want this dead corpse dead. <laughs> you you can talk to her if you want. How and why is that man your mayor? Uh, roll diplomacy. Eight. Well, I'd love to give you the answer to that. All I can say is that Mayor Hamblegimber is the only person that I have known who has been able to run this town to the extent that it has been at. I'm just curious about it because he seems to not command the moral respect of any human being on the face of the planet. Who commands any moral respect nowadays? A farmer that works a hard day's work to make his living. Ha! The farmer! She scoffs. You got laughed at, Taylor. Ma'am, do you have any idea? I'll say it's like, go ahead. Tell her something American. I'm waiting. <laughs> Ma'am, do you have any idea how much hard work goes into making your food? I wasn't being serious. <laughs> Making my food? <laughs> she laughs. I make my own food. <laughs> uh, sure, and I'll walk away. <laughs> <laughs> 
so you walk away. Dump on the farmers, see how much food you get. Looks around quizzically. It's a fishing kind of village. Yeah, same thing. Uh, since we got a crowd here, I mean, like, how much opportunity do I have? I mean, I might be a little winded. Uh, uh, what what negatives do I get for fi- fatigue? Fatigued is just strength and dexterity. Oh, so no, uh, not, not against charisma-based rules? Not in the slightest. Oh, fantastic. Uh, I'd like to start up a, a just regular performance. Okay. You look the part, and you are quite literally the hero of their village right now. Okay. Where's your, um... Where's your instrument? You need to grab that. (laughs) (laughs) You left your soul behind with me. I did. (laughs) You left your soul with the devil. And I'll just use vocal. Okay. I I could maybe summon something, but I've used too much magic. It's, quote, giving me a headache. For the record, this sounded a lot better in my head, but I'm going to do it anyway. Nice. As all true bards do. You can just do your perform. That's fine. A 24... From the depths, a hollow croak cries. When our posse shows up, all the frogs will die. There's a terror in the night. Do, 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 do. But your heroes are here to fight. Do, 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 do. When you see a froggy shape, just know that we will seal its fate. Like if I have that catching on. But you do manage to gather uh, the attention of seven of the villagers, and you gain seven copper. Oh. They throw seven copper at you. Not like at you, but like toss. Oh, I wasn't asking for money, but I will take it every time. So, the rest of you trek back over towards the caravan. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Drop bags off. Pet Cerulean. Walks into caravan wagon. No, No. Absolutely not. I am way too filthy for that. Should I tie the frog down to the wagon? Knocks on Huntsman's door. Okay. Door opens. Yeah? How can I help you? Uh, something you might be interested in. I don't know how much work you're doing, but seeing as your name is literally the Huntsman, I figured you like hunting things and monster parts. He chews on his pipe and then switches it over to the left side of his mouth. Go on. Do you want our giant frog? And I just gesture over to the literal large creature. It's like he does this slow lean outside of the wagon door, and you hear, like, the leather creak and the wood creak as he does so. That's uh, a big prize you got there. Yeah, we thought so, too. Killed it myself. No, you didn't, Taylor. (laughs) You assisted. I didn't say all by myself. He just looks back and forth. All right, so what do you want for it? I can make an offer if you want. Sure. How much would something around this be worth? For the entire carcass? He takes his tongue and he runs it over his teeth. I gave you about 100 silver. Can I roll the praise to see if that's fair? You can tell that he might be undercutting just slightly of the price and value. I don't feel like we're being ripped off. He's undercutting slightly. Oh, undercutting slightly is great for a quick sell. Yeah, he's un- that's that's how you call it. Yeah, so... Uh... Uh, I'd say it's it's a fair enough price, unless we're trying to find a more specific buyer due to its lore around here. I don't care that much. I mean, we, I, the, these townspeople don't really seem like they have the most for uh, as far as assets go. I doubt the entire townspeople could scrounge up 100 silver. I figure the whole town put together could probably scrounge it up, but not that they could give to us. <laughs> Why would they give that exactly? Uh Am I buying this thing, or are you just going to stand there and keep talking? I'm fine well, if you want. Well, uh, provided I can retrieve something important left inside. What did you leave inside the frog? 
Do you lose your virginity? He just looks at you very confused. So you're going to go back inside of that thing? I mean, he was already in there once, so it's not even like it's an It is territory. my belief that it is worth the try. But if that's no problem of yours, then it seems like we have a deal. He just blinks. I don't care what you do to it before it's in my possession, but uh, remove any parts from it that lowers the price. Nope, just an item of mine left inside. Long story short, he kind of got eaten whole. Why? Uh, it, it, it tried to eat him. Why were you in a place where it could eat you? That is a significantly better question. Because in in his words, or maybe not his words, it looked like a rock. <laughs> uh, could have been a boulder. I'm going to try to avoid that question. Just put down my backpack, grab up my light ball. Oh, no, I didn't even have my backpack. I go to my backpack, take my light ball, and crawl inside to try to find Isabel. I will hold the mouth open for okay, him. Um, and I would be collecting the 100 silver. <laughs> all right. Uh, Finnevere, please roll strength for being inside the mouth. He's got to push stuff out of the way inside still. Uh, that's a total of seven. Okay. You take five acid damage. Ow. I am so Ow. glad I gave you a second potion. Uh, did, did I see anything? You see that Isabel is sitting on a fold of the stomach lining, but is not in the acid. Uh, can I go for it? Sure. I, I go and get Isabel. You take five more acid damage. <laughs> and I grab her and get out. Okay. Uh, uh, I would have uh, recommended not doing that for that very reason, but okay. He's a very stubborn and determined man. I have my reasons. I'd rather not explain, uh, but you can, you're probably right. You can make a perception check of Isabel really quick. Uh, okay. That is 15. She is frowning. With frowny eyebrows as well. Kids do not appreciate what you go through for them. Leave him here. I would have just taken the nightmares at that point. She'd be back tomorrow morning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Oh, Kelsey. I've been here. Absolute ninja. I never hear your footsteps. Watch this. I I just use up my wonder skin. I don't care. I go. I walk to the side and I get this acid off me. Okay, you wash yourself off. All right. Well, I don't know about you. I've dropped my stuff off. I think I'm gonna go get a bath. And my clothes cleaned. Ah, baby. It is absolutely worth one silver to go get that treatment. Okay. (laughs) Wait, you mentioned the one silver out loud. Yeah, I do. Great. I just start walking to the bathroom. Okay. They're one silver. What? Uh, Yeah, for the super ultra mega deluxe package. Done. Oh, and it's on Venomir, too, is the best part. Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) So I take my backpack back since we're here at the caravan, and I go put it in our... Uh, okay. I'm going to drop off my stuff as well. Oh, yeah. I absolutely dropped off all of my stuff. Okay. Uh, if you guys went inside of the wagon, you can make a perception check. I would have barely opened the door and yeeted my stuff on my bunk. 17. 17. 9. Dang. 23 for Finn. Charles Smoot, Alan Taylor, you hear that there's some snoring inside. And Finnevere, you're a little bit m- more aware. Uh, but for Mest, you kind of just... Open the door, I, I open place the it, door and slide and it, and inside. then you, you walk inside? Or... I, I would have walked inside to put my stuff in. Okay, you walk inside, you put your stuff in, but you're mostly oblivious to anything that's going on. It's very yeah. dark in here. It's um, dark. Yeah, everybody else is kind of putting their stuff, so you don't really hear anything else. As the rest of you leave Finnevere, you're kind of getting your stuff a little bit more settled before you head back out, and you notice that Amali appears to be asleep on his bunk. Neat. I put the stuff down... I'm like, okay, if I do one more today, I will 
not heal myself more today. I'm going to tie to woe my bag. Okay. You tied to woe the and bag. And I'm going and getting my... I'm going to... I'll pay for my clothes to be cleaned. Okay. Absolutely. So You're paying for everyone's clothes it, to be cleaned. It takes you a little bit because the tied to woe only works on a cubic foot per... Yeah. So it'll take me some time. I'll yeah. catch up. So they can... Have as much time as you want. Ahead. Okay. I mean, it doesn't take you that long. It just takes you a few more minutes than everyone yeah. else. But you guys get back in. Um, and Finnevir, uh, if you don't do anything else uh, beyond tied to woe in your bag, then you all head back towards the bathhouse and in where you walk in. And there before you again is the clerk behind the desk. Somebody and- get me this guy's scout. Someone give this man a raise. Hello. Uh, welcome back, says. Are you here for... He just looks you up and down. The special deluxe bath, I assume. I don't know if Finn's paying for it. At this point, I'll take whatever it is. I'll have what I had last time. Give me the best bath you've got. Whatever it is that gets me a good bath and these clothes clean. You can make perception check, all of you. 1321. Poor Charles Smoot. Oh, I'm there. Okay. You're there. We all made it in. We we waited for you. You were paying. Yeah. We're not going without our coin purse. Hmm? Do, 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 do. 24. Nine. Again? Isn't that like the third nine tonight? I think that's the fourth time he's rolled nine on perception. It's impressive. You are tired. To you know what's fair. really impressive? I have an eight in my perception. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, you've been rolling ones this whole time? <laughs> that's three or four crit fails. Alfred Kenneth Mest, you are taken aback by the one-man band in the corner who appears to be very sad and just kind of slumped over looking Sad with his one man band. Yes, it's very distracting. Why is he so sad? (laughs) Now this is the sad clown in the corner. What's going on? He's just coming to terms with the fact that this is his life. (laughs) This is his life. He's He's having an existential crisis right now. For Alan Taylor, nothing really seems too abnormal to you. You do notice the sad one man band in the corner. All of you actually do notice this man, but for. Benavir and Charles Smoot, you notice that when Alan says, give me the best bath you have, his eyebrow raises very slightly and very quickly before it settles back down. The one-man band? No. no the the no clerk. clerk. The clerk behind the counter. Hold on. I said I'd be treating to a bath. He didn't say the quality. Mm. We have the best baths in town. If you're looking for whatever, we have absolutely the best. Uh, from what I've heard and experienced, you're correct. What would it be for one, two... Three, four. The fi- uh, Kelsey's with us. Kelsey did not come with you. She didn't go to the beds. Oh. She did not come to the beds. Wow. Is she getting cleaned off? She, she, didn't, her. she didn't want to have to deal with naked ah, That's one less person again. to pay for. That's true. Good. Four <laughs> baths and getting her clothes clean. The, uh, what, what do you keep saying, Smoot? Oh, the Supreme Deluxe. Supreme package. Deluxe. With the concentrate. With the concentrate. I- I'll just what have would it what be? I. I'll just have what I had yesterday. No, no, that's no, no Matt. Trust me. I think we've earned the concentrate. And he's no. paying anyways. That's fine. I'll have what I had yesterday. No concentrate for him. All right. Very well. I I'll mean... have what he had. No concentrate for him as, as oh, well. Oh, don't worry, Finnevere. You're going to love the concentrate. Well, <laughs> we have the best baths in town. So, I mean, I highly recommend the concentrate bath. Clearly, it works wonders. And he puts a hand on... Smooth shoulder from across the counter. Yes. Trying um, to reach. He's shorter. Uh, sure it does. I think that's what Mest's worried about. I don't think yeah, he's in here. I am No, very... it's because Mest remembers that the bath he paid for was for copper. Yeah, but he's paying for it, not me. Yeah, uh-huh. but still. <laughs> 
Mesta's allowed to be stingy with other people's money. <laughs> I'd amen to that. I am leery about having leather for a back. So let's concentrate for just Smoot and Finvier then. Mm-hmm. Gonna have the deluxe supreme package. All right, that would be one silver for the one for you. So two silver and then for you two, that is your, it does the math really quick, eight copper. So total two silver, eight copper. So that's uh, three silver, six copper. What? Oh. Yeah, How much silver is in a copper? No. How many copper in a silver? It's ten. Ten. Right. So the two eight of us eight. collectively oh. are eight. Well, what about the clothes getting cleaned? That that was That's part of it. That's two copper per per. So uh, in addition to that, so then we add on another two, eight, and then okay, so which is sixteen. Okay, which is three silver, six copper. I'm sorry, I wasn't. I was very excited about the concentrate. Oh, don't worry. I already did all the math in my head. It, it, it's okay. All right. I think we've deserved a nice relax. Absolutely. Especially if the mayor ends up paying us as much as he said he's going to. Uh, Smooch, Taylor, Mist, my appreciation for your services today cannot be understated. Uh, and if at all possible, I will show my gratitude in every way possible. I mean, this bath is a great way to start Penavir, not oh. gonna lie. So, gentlemen, you are led back to your baths. So for Ellen Taylor and Alfred Kenneth Mesk, you are both led back to your own separate bath on the left, while Finnevere and Charles Smoot, you're both led back to your own bath, each of you by a separate woman. And that is where we're going to be ending off today's episode, at the bathhouse, where you all receive the most luxurious of baths, your clothing is cleaned, and so we'll have to return next time to find out what the heck happens after Finnevere gets his own concentrate bath. Woo! Woo! And after Smoot gets it a second time. Absolutely. After swimming in the swamp water. Who knows? Maybe it's like some kind of flat leech. I don't know. Could be. Mm. Well. As long as it's not acupuncture. <laughs> Thank you, Foundling, so much for listening to this week's episode of The Gate Chronicles. You know, traveling is important, and making sure you have a guide to get you places on your travel is also really important. But it's also really important to be aware of how much you can carry. This is important. These are all true facts. True facts. So again, thank you so much, foundlings. And we hope you will join us next, next week for another episode of The Gage Chronicles. If you've enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you subscribe and follow along with this podcast. Uh, and if you want to support us in other ways, you can go to our Patreon, which is bit.ly forward slash support MRPF or you can use the link in the description below. And in addition to that, you can support us in other ways by going to our website, where we actually do have merchandise. You can get shirts. We actually have an awesome shirt that says, I can't be responsible for sleeping, Finn. And it's beautiful and it's amazing. And if you like that kind of shirt, or you want to see shirts like that in the future with other characters and whatnot, consider supporting us so that we can actually get more art commissioned and we can get these things made. Yay! And in addition, make sure that you are following along with our social medias so that you can be notified of giveaways and other updated announcements for the podcast. That is Twitter and Instagram at RollFound and Facebook is Missing Role Player Found. And you can also join us on our Discord where that link is in the description below. And also, if you go to our Twitter and Instagram, that link is there too. Makes it a little bit easier. So yeah. All right. Beyond that, Foundlings, I think that's it. So we shall see you next next week. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.